Hello and welcome. This is Pastor Terry, and I'd like to welcome you to my Bible study podcast. This daily podcast is a place where we take the teachings of Scripture seriously, but ourselves, not so much. Join us as we dive into the sacred word of the Bible, and each time we read, we pray, we change the world. Welcome to Pastor Terry's Bible Study Podcast. Hey friends, the following podcast was recorded in May of 2021. As you guys know, it, I am somewhere in the Caribbean floating on a ship. <laughs> but these recordings uh, will keep us on track uh, as we went through the Book of Romans together a few years ago. So hope you enjoy the podcast and let's dive in. Let's do this. Welcome to... Uh... Welcome to uh, the uh, our reading through the New Testament. We are uh, in Romans chapter five, as you know, uh, reading through the New Testament. But specifically, right now we're getting, we're we're deep in Romans, which is awesome. And so today, Romans chapter five. And so um, let's do it. Good morning, everybody. Welcome everybody to um, morning prayer. Today is uh, it's May twenty fourth, Monday. Um, you know what we do? We read, we pray, and then we go and change the world. That's all. All right. Uh, Romans 5. So here's the thing about Romans 5. I love Romans chapter 5, as do a lot of people. Uh, if you think of Hebrews chapter 11 being the, the uh, faith chapter, you might argue that Romans chapter 5 is the grace chapter. Um, 50 times. Paul, the book of Romans is filled with the word grace. I think it's like 50 times in the book of Romans, Paul used the word charis, which is grace, the Greek word charis. But it's like 20 times in this this, this chapter or in the book of Romans. It's a lot, a lot. It's grace. It's all all about grace. And so up to this point in the book of Romans, um, from chapter one to be chapter three, halfway through chapter three, Paul has been arguing and showing how all of humanity needs Jesus. We all need Jesus. Every one of us, we are all dead in our sins, our trespasses and sins. We all, there's none of us righteous, no, not one. That's chapter one through chapter, uh, three, verse 20. He makes that case in three, chapter three, verse 21. He gives us this amazing new, new revelation that, uh, uh, good news that a revelation uh, a way to be made righteous apart from the law has been revealed to us from heaven, which is faith in Jesus. And then uh, in following on in three and then in chapter four, he talks about justification by faith. That's that that's consistent. This idea that we're we're saved by faith is not new. What's new is that it's now the object of our faith is Jesus. Um, he makes us right now. Chapter five. Chapter five is about now that we're in grace, now that we've been saved. He starts talking about now. So one through three, he's talking about we dead. In chapters three and four, he, we, we're raised to life. And chapter five is like, now what? Now what? Because of this great, um, uh, this miracle of salvation, now what? Let's go. You ready? Let's do this. Good morning, everybody. Welcome. Nona, good morning. Welcome. Raquel, welcome. Therefore, 
Since we have been justified through faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. We've been justified. How? By faith. And because of that, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. We've said many times, you can't experience, it's very hard to experience in any long-term way the peace of God without having peace with God. you got to have peace with God. That relationship with God has to be right first for us to experience the fullness of the peace of God. Right here he says, therefore, since we have been justified through faith, we have peace with God. How? Through our Lord Jesus Christ. Through whom, through Jesus, we have gained access, how, access, how, by faith, into this grace, this charis, this grace in which we now stand. So now we're standing in grace. It's through grace that we're saved. We are now standing in grace. And we boast in the hope of the glory of God. Not only so, but we also glory in our sufferings. Watch this, watch this. This is awesome. I love this verse, man. I love this verse. The point here is, this is the amazing place of grace. The amazing place of grace is that when you when we are justified by faith and we've gained access into the to, to the family of God, into the presence of God, we have peace with God. And now we're in grace, grace all around. When we're in grace, then watch this. We also glory in our suffering. So when we're in grace, we can even glory in our sufferings. Why? Because we know that suffering produces perseverance. (laughs) And perseverance, character, and character, hope. And hope does not put us to shame because God's love has been poured out into our hearts through the Holy Spirit who who, who has been given to us. Wow. Wow. In grace, we have this amazing, and some of you may be going through suffering today. You may be going through hardship. If you haven't, you will. We all will. None of us get a free pass from suffering in this life. We all have gone through some and we'll probably go through more before it's all over. But the awesome thing is that through a relationship with God, through a justification by faith in Jesus Christ, we gain access to grace. We stand in grace so that even our sufferings have to work for good. Mm. That even our sufferings, God creates something good out of them. Our suffering produces perseverance and our perseverance produces character and our character produces hope and that hope doesn't disappoint. So what does that mean? Even our sufferings won't disappoint. Our, we enter, we, we, in the input, we input suffering, but on the outside comes hope. And that hope does not disappoint. Can I get a new man this morning? <laughs> what? That's right. In the input of in the in the factory of grace, if you will, in the factory of grace, you input suffering, and on the outside, always the output is always hope. And that hope doesn't disappoint. So what does that mean? Even our sufferings, when it's all washed out, won't disappoint. Awesome. Now, our our sufferings, they may disappoint here. 
But on the other side, they will not disappoint. Grace. Awesome. Awesome. And then he says, and hope does not put us to shame because God's love has been how? Poured out into our hearts through the Holy Spirit who's been given to us. So what is the evidence now that this is true? What is the evidence now that God's going to work our sufferings to a place where they want this one? The Holy Spirit has been poured out in our hearts. So we, every believer should have this sense from time to time that God is with me. God has empowered me. God is going to get me through it. I'm not saying you have that feeling at a level 10, 24, seven, but there are these moments where you're just confident confident because the Holy Spirit has been poured out in your heart. Man, you know, yesterday, Sunday uh, was Pentecost Sunday. I kind of regret we didn't make a bigger deal about it, right? Yesterday was, I meant to, and then got into the Sunday morning deal and didn't even say anything about it. But yesterday was Pentecost Sunday. The celebration of the, of the birth of the church, the celebration of the outpouring of the Holy Spirit on the people of God. And here Paul is reminding us in Romans 5, that the Holy Spirit, because God's love has been poured out to us, poured into our hearts through the Holy Spirit. God's love is poured into your heart. How? Through the, the uh, manifestation of the Holy Spirit, through the Holy Spirit. Mm. You know, sometimes we don't have to do the Holy Spirit. We think it's like an it, a, a that, or a, a force. No, it's a person. It's the, it's the personhood. It's, it's, the, it's the Godhead. It's the Spirit. He is God, the Spirit. He's not something different than the Spirit of Jesus. He's not something different than the Father. Distinct, yet the same Spirit, God. Third person of the Trinity. And he's at work with you. He's going with you right now. Wherever you're going right now, listening to this podcast, listening to this morning devotion, wherever you're going, you're walking, whether you're driving, whether you're whether, wherever you are, the power of God, the Spirit of God is going with you. He's in you. He's ahead of you. All right, we, we, we digress. We got to get back to what the word's saying here. Let's go. Let's go. Good stuff, huh? Good morning. Welcome, everybody. Verse 6, Romans chapter 5. You see, at just the right time. Now, we've said before, in the Bible, there's uh, chronos time, which is like just you know, time, like regular, you know, the the earth's rotation around the sun, time, years and seasons. There's time, hours and minutes. Uh, and then there's then there's uh, there's a Kairos, which is like godly timing. Kairos moment, like a special moment. Kronos, Kairos. Kairos is like, mm, that was that was the time was just right. You know what I mean? That's what they mean. It's like, so this is this is Kairos time, verse six. You see at just the right Kairos, when when it was the perfect time. You know, like when you take that dish out of the oven, it's oh, it's ready. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That dish is like, ooh, that's ready. We're gonna take that out, put that on the counter, let it cool a little bit, because it's ready. <laughs> that's, that's what it's like at just the right time. It's just the right time. When we, human beings, were still powerless. 
Christ died for the ungodly. Man, aren't you glad? When we were still powerless, we couldn't save ourselves. When we were still powerless, Christ died for the ungodly. Very rarely will anyone die for a righteous person. Though for a good person, someone someone might possibly dare to die. So, you know, someone might give their life for some, some good cause or some good person or some noble, noble uh, venture. But just a but rarely will someone do the, even that. But to die for the ungodly, to die for sinners, to die for those who are powerless and those who um, don't love God. But God demonstrated his own love for us in this. This one's got you. Get that underliner ready. This is this is fire right here. While we were still sinners, Christ died for us. That's what he did, man. That's what he did. Awesome. That is awesome. Verse nine, since we have now been justified by his blood. What is that reference to? The cross. His death, his, his death on the cross. Since we've been justified by his blood, by his sacrificial death on the cross, some people don't want to talk about that. I want to talk about the sacrificial death of Jesus on the cross. Like, can we just get past the atonement? Can we just, just stop talking about the cross and talk about? No, 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 we can't. We can't ever stop talking about the cross because the cross is where Jesus absorbed the wrath of God, the punishment for sin in his body on behalf of humanity. So no, no, we can't ever stop talking about it. We can't ever stop. As long as it's in this book, we need to keep talking about it. (laughs) Since we have now been justified by his blood, how much more shall we be saved from God's wrath through him? Hallelujah. For if while we were God's enemies, watch this. If God did all of this for you and for me, Jesus paying the price while we were dead in our trespasses and sins, while we were, you know, strangers and aliens from God, when we were still still filled with sin, Christ died for us. Watch what he's saying. For if while we were God's enemies, we were reconciled to him through the death of his son, how much more having been reconciled? So if he did all that for us, even when we didn't know him, how much more now that he is, we are reconciled to him, we are his children, how much more, having been reconciled, shall we be saved through his life? Mm. That's awesome. It's not just about the Christian life and, the, and walking in the Holy Spirit and living in grace is not just about sin management. That's what some people think. It's all about sin management. Like just, you know, it, it's that's an important thing, forgiveness of sin. But it's not all about sin. It's There's life. There's freedom. There's abundance. There's joy. There's power. There's victory where our sufferings can be turned into perseverance, 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 character and character, hope. And it doesn't disappoint. That kind of miraculous thing happens when you're a child of God. Mm. Where are we? Verse 11. Not only is this so, but we also boast in God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom we have now received reconciliation. Awesome. 
See, we've talked about forgiveness <clears throat> in human relationships. You can forgive someone. It doesn't necessarily mean you're going to reconcile, right? Someone, someone offends you. Someone hurts you. You can forgive them. It doesn't necessarily mean you're going to reconcile the relationship. Um, with God, he, not only does he forgive us, but he reconciles us to himself. So we are, it's, it's like it never happened. It's like our sin never happened, just as if we had not sinned. Justification. That's the amazing thing that God does through Jesus. Verse 12. Therefore, just as sin entered the world through one man, <clears throat> and death came through sin, and in this way, death came to all people because all sin. He's talking about Adam, right? <clears throat> through the, in the human race. The human race, everyone has sinned. The human race has fallen. To be sure, sin was in the world before the law was given, but sin is not charged against against anyone's account where there is no law. So before Moses, there was no law, but it, that doesn't mean there, that sin didn't exist before Moses. Of course it did. It existed from the time of Adam and Eve in the garden. But the law came later and revealed sin and revealed uh, in some degree how pervasive sin had become. But there was sin before the law. That's what he's saying. Verse 14, nevertheless, death reigned from the time of Adam to the time of Moses. Even those who even even over those who did not sin by breaking a command, they didn't have commands, even though they didn't they didn't sin by breaking a command, as did Adam, who was a pattern of the one to come. Adam couldn't have, I mean, he didn't break one of the Ten Commandments. He broke a commandment of God, don't eat of the, the fruit of the tree of the of the knowledge of good and evil. But the Ten Commandments weren't given yet. So he didn't break one of those per se. <clears throat> verse 15 but the gift is not like the trespass so trespass came through adam infected the whole human race but the gift is not like the trespass for if the many died by the trespass of one man so adam's you know beginning began the infection into the human race through this one man how much more did god's grace by the by the gift that came by the grace of the one man, Jesus Christ, overflow to many. So through Jesus, now all can be saved. Through Adam, all were infected. Through Jesus, all now can be saved. Nor can the, can the gift of God be compared with the result of one man's sin. The judgment followed one sin and brought condemnation. But the gift, they're not comparable because the, what Jesus has done is so, uh, so incredibly superior. But the gift followed many transgressions and brought justification. For if by the trans trespass of the one man, death reigned through that one man, how much more will those who receive God's abundant provision of grace and of the gift of righteousness reign in life through the one man, Jesus Christ? We're gonna, we, we don't just, we aren't just uh, forgiven of our sin, but we reign through Jesus Christ. Consequently, verse 18. Just as one trespass resulted in condemnation for all people, so also one righteous act. Woo! What Jesus did, his one righteous act, his faithfulness to the cross. Just as one trespass, one, one righteous act resulted in justification and life for all people. For just as through the disobedience of the one man, the many were made sinners, so also through the obedience of the one man, the many will be made righteous. See, this is awesome. Some of you say, well, <clears throat> some people say, I, why am I guilty for Adam's sin? Well, because you got sin in you too, but okay, you, 
why should you be well why should you be justified for what jesus did <laughs> right i mean same thing i mean here the grace and mercy of god is that god said you know what i hear you and so i'm gonna come and do it myself and you you don't have to keep all the law you don't have to be perfect you don't have to uh take care of your own sinfulness you don't have to absorb my wrath yourself i'm gonna do it myself all you have to do is put your faith and trust in me for forgiveness and reconciliation verse 20 the law was brought in so that the trespass might increase but where sin increased here it is grace increased all the more where sin abounded grace abounded all the more hallelujah that's awesome so also grace might reign through righteousness to bring eternal life through Jesus Christ, our Lord. So that just as sin reigned in death, so also grace might reign through righteousness. Wow. Ain't. Some people think, oh, I just, I've done too much. I've gone too far. No, where sin, where sin is abound, grace abounds all the more. You can't get too far gone. Grace can find you right where you are, no matter how far you go. Where sin abounds, grace abounds all the more. Grace is stronger than your sin. Mm, aren't you glad grace, grace is stronger than all of our sin? Which is to say God is stronger than all of our sin. <laughs> that is awesome. Well, all right, guys. Thanks for being on. Thanks for being part of this. Thanks for reading with us. You know what we do? We read, and now we pray. Let's pray. Lord, thank you so much for your word. Thank you for grace that unmerited favor of God that saves us, that redeems us, um, that while we were yet sinners, um, motivated you to die for us because grace is in your heart. Thank you, Lord. And now we stand in that grace and we thank you that our lives now, because of a relationship with you, are surrounded by grace. You work in amazing ways, and we know this because your Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit, has been poured out in our hearts, and we know it. We sense it. We see it. We have eyes to see and ears to hear what your Spirit is doing, and we say, thank you, Lord. Thank you. God, I pray this for my friends, every single one right now, that they would experience that, that, ex that experience that, that inner subjective awareness that you are with them, that you are for them that you are ahead of them and around them. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for justifying us through the work of Jesus. Lord, help us to spread this message. Help us to live it. Help us to be people of grace and righteousness and hope and truth. May we spread love and kindness and grace everywhere we go. Lord, help us to be grace-filled people. May it be uh, in our speech. May it be in our attitudes. May it be evident to all that we are people of grace. Lord, thank you for my friends today. Whatever special need they have, specific issue they're dealing with, may you work mightily on their behalf to show your grace and your power and your goodness. Um, Lord, and we know that whether you answer the prayers the way we pray or not, we, we've learned over time that you either pray them, you either answer them the way we pray them, or you answer them even better, because that's just how awesome you are. We love you. Give you thanks in Jesus name. Amen.
Amen. Thanks, guys, for uh, being being a part of this today. Thanks for sharing this podcast. Thanks for subscribing. Thanks for rating it. That helps, actually, if you rate it, especially if you rate it well. <laughs> so thank you. Uh, thank you for uh, for being on today. Awesome stuff from Romans chapter 5. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Hope to see you again tomorrow. We do it again. God bless. See you next time. Thank you for joining me on today's podcast. I hope you enjoyed the show. If this episode has been an encouragement to you, take a minute to subscribe or comment or share it with your friends. You can find me, Pastor Terry, and Bayside Church on all social media platforms. You can find Bayside at Bayside Church SH. Until next time, remember, God's word is true. Everything else is merely commentary. God bless you. We'll see you next time.